Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. We turned up today. We turned up today. And you looking good, Lo. You looking bright. I mean, I know it's fall, but you're giving me the proper fall colors. Like, do your own thing, sis. Give me a pop of color. You know what? I had to go in with with all the colors and stuff because you put me on to the Macy's sale last week. So I was able to rack up really, really big on the shoes especially. I went in, so. It's the Macy self for me. <laughs> we gonna get all into that, but baby, those percentages off, they always Woo! come handy. Love and it. speaking of coming in handy, this week has been quite a week. A viral TikTok tells women how they look desperate. I'm sorry, Kevin Mm-mm. Samuels much, Mm-mm. but we'll give you ways to not look so desperate when you are searching for a bay. It's okay. cuddle season, so you All know right. a little bit of advice goes a very long way. Mm-hmm. Plus, a black woman gets romantically scammed by an international com. Come on, Again? Another Sis. one? We talked about this. They got to listen. <laughs> also, what they need to listen to is the cuddle therapist who charges $1,300 to hold you in their arms. Is he George Clooney? Is he Idris Elba? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Or is he Jeff Bezos? Because his oh. ex-wife, she filed for divorce already. You know, she just <gasps> divorced him. And the she new, husband? new husband? Yes, yeah, she's already filed for divorce. And you know, people are putting their bids in because she got that <laughs> big bag. Okay. And it goes down. In my DMs, L'Oreal's DMs, of course, we always have our final question to address. This happens. You need to go and make sure you get your monkeypox shots and make sure (laughs) that everything is going good down there because y'all playing around a lot. Yeah, okay. So it's going down. Now make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by none other than Macy's. Yes, Macy's is going down. You know, it's all about the fall must-haves right now. What is going on at Macy's, Lo? Okay, now we have to own our style over at Macy's. There's some fall must-haves, and we're going to put you on to that. The weather's changing. Macy's has everything, all the must-haves, to replace your light summer looks. You got to change that closet out. Swap that. Yeah, I mean, I'm so sad to put the summer dresses away, but it's time to go. The midi dresses and flattering hues and classic Mm -hmm. prints will keep it cute, though, through the evening chill. You got a little bit of brisk uh, breeze out there. You got to put something a little heavier on. You get what I'm saying? You want to add a little texture to your look. It's easy. All you have to do is slip on a chunky lug sole boot or a dark wash denim jacket, which I love to throw on my denim. I got my denim on right now. Okay. Yes. Looking up to the drama at your next holiday party, then you can also hit them with the white gold hoops earrings, you know, bring the casual luxe factor to the whole situation. Dress it up a bit. Dress the denim up. Dress it all up. And no matter how you choose to remix your season staples, you are the the person that makes it fly, you make it fetch. So for all of the inspiration that you need, you can do yourself a favor. Visit Macy's.com slash own your style. So if you need a little bit of help figuring out your fall look, you want to miss the match, you got some great staples, but you need to add a couple more pieces and you just need maybe like a little bit pointer to pair up. 
your little outfits. Well, go on over to Macy's Personal Stylist. They will help you put your look together, either from in-store or you can do it from the comfort of your own home. And best of all, catch this. Pull your wallet out. I'm joking. Put it back away. Because it is totally <laughs> free. It costs nothing. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. That is Macy's.com slash personal stylist. Now let's get undressed. I'm not even wearing a bra, so it's nothing to unsnap. What's popping L'Oreal? You getting spicy over there, Eva. We gotta watch you, okay? Now, <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna help some women out right now. How not to look desperate to a man. So an older woman recently went viral on TikTok for sharing how women make themselves look so desperate to men. Now that desperation may lead to a man not wanting your ass. The more chances that you give a man to disrespect you, the less he will value you. Men do not appreciate women they can use and abuse. They're not afraid to lose you because they know your self-esteem and self-worth is so low that no matter what they do, regardless of how disappointing, disrespectful, hurtful it may be, you will never walk away. Know your worth. You must dig deep and find enough courage to walk away from any man when respect is no longer being served. You teach men how to treat you by what you allow, what you stop, and what you reinforce. Your self-respect gotta be stronger than your feelings. Putting yourself first isn't selfish, it's necessary. Sometimes you have to forget what you feel, remember what you deserve. Sometimes you must tell your heart, no. Nah, she dropped mad gems. She said your self-respect got to be stronger than your feelings. Oh, oh, oh. That ooh. was a bar. <laughs> that was a Listen, bar. The doors of the church are now open. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm with her on you. I believe you do teach people how to treat you. You, you have do. To teach people how to treat you. But many people will look desperate when they're afraid to end up alone. But what just, does that mean? What is looking? I thought she was going to like break down how we, we looking. I say we because I'm a woman. Yeah. How we looking desperate out here in these streets? Like what is what does that mean? I guess it's uh, okay. So Glamour.com, they gave a couple of ways not to look desperate when dating. Okay. okay so you want to hear the breakdown of those? So they said, don't text more than twice in a row. They may be busy. So give them time to respond. You can try again the next day, but if that goes unanswered, then abort mission. Do you double text? I do whatever I want to at the time. People put too. Too in the gangs. If I text you, I text my husband today, <laughs> other day four times. And then my next text was, hello, are you not getting these? Like, okay, this is a little quite, but let's go on. <laughs> Don't constantly complain about being single. This comes off as desperate to a man. And it puts a lot of pressure on them to feel like everything is going too fast. Um... <laughs> Like, do we go together or no? Like, those kind of questions? I mean, when I think of this and I think desperate, it would be those people that go on Instagram and be like, single, single AF. Okay. Like, I hate when people do okay. that. I was dating Mike and we were dating and I realized that we had been going like two months strong. I'm always at his house. He's always at mine. Now, like we hadn't like did the do yet, but I knew it was only a matter of time. And so I told him, I said, um, who else are you dating? And he was like, right. I'm not dating nobody. I said, no, no, no. Who thinks that they dating you? I know that's right. Oh, I got to use that one. That's who the one I think that they, I get it. I get it. You not seeing nobody else. Who at home would text you in the morning? Like, good morning, handsome. Hey, I'm going to use that today. And that. <laughs> 
who you need to text and let her know you got a lady. So he said, <gasps> driveway and text three people and let them know. And we've been together ever since. So, so wait a minute. Y'all was together two months before you basically told him to text everybody and let them know that you're in a relationship now. And yeah, then he's it was like, like yeah. Harlem nights. And it was like, put your mama on the phone. <laughs> hey, baby, I ain't coming home with you no more. Have a good so life. So you punked him, basically. I did, but I, I feel like, because <laughs> I'm not into the games. I'm not into yeah. the, like, I you know, games. he didn't text right. me last night, so I'm not going to text him this morning. Good morning. I don't do that. Yeah. How are you? How was your evening, sir? Yeah. That's how I am. And my Same. husband always talks about, like, how I was the first woman he ever met that didn't play games, that was very direct and straightforward. I'm not waiting no this rule or that rule or, you know. I hate that. It's so, it's so... Elementary, it's like childish to be like, oh, well, it has to, you have to wait this many months until you can be in a relationship with each other. Oh, you have to do this. And like, who wrote these damn rules? Like, I ain't, I, like, I hate that. Or I like, would double text, I would double text you. I'd be like, what time are we leaving? You hey. definitely will double text me and I will double text your ass too. Back, I don't back. have a problem with that. And now I get it when you're being weird. Like, that's what I'm saying. What kind of relationships are we talking about? Because these women that, they're talking about seem like maybe somebody that they just met them and maybe the person ignoring that them. though like yeah but you're ignoring them then don't don't text back that's different let's give the undressing room rules i know glamour yeah let's change rules. these rules rules <laughs> when you first start dating do not dry bag that's a rule don't dry bag dry bag what's that oh dry bag is like i only got two more payments on my car now and then i'm a <laughs> You know what I'm you saying? Are like, psychopath. You're like, absolutely right. I would really like to go to Bora Bora. You know, all my friends been to Bora Bora, and it's this really cute hotel out there. Like, you know, I, I can so see my... That's dry bag. That's the yeah. way of asking for stuff. Don't dry bag, sis. Don't do that. That's a big no-no. That's a big no-no. No, but I also do think, like, blowing somebody's phone up is a little bit much. I know if, like, I'm just meeting somebody, mm -hmm. and because we're busy as hell, and sometimes I'm not. Like, sometimes I do have my phone in my hand, and sometimes I got my phone in my hand, and I'm reading what I need to do for work. So mm -hmm. I can't text back or or whatever the case. But some people will just look at it like, well, your phone's always in your hand because I work on my phone. Well, that's the check-in. Yeah, well, number don't, two, don't do the check-in. Don't sis. do that. Don't, mm -hmm. don't even start it because you got to end how you start it. So do not start with the check-in. The Make sure you comment before you sleep, when you wake up in the morning, or if you said like, I'm going to call you when I go to lunch. And maybe when you were at lunch, you were doing, you were busy. So you didn't call like you said you were gonna call at lunch. Cut out the check in. Don't do the check in. I'm not gonna lie. I'm with you on that period because that just happened with my homegirl. She happened? was like, "Well, he usually wakes up and he he calls me as soon as he wakes up." But yesterday he didn't call me when he woke up, so he got to be doing something. I'm like, "Girl, he could be he on the toilet." Them them. He just not wanted to talk this morning. Some mornings I wake ribs. up not want to talk. The short ribs could have ran through him last night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And he woke up and the first thing that was on his mind was the bubble guts. Not true. I'm just saying, I think we take this stuff too personally and creating these rules. Rules are meant to be broken. So if you put stupid rules out there, then you're going to be stupidly upset. So don't do the check-in, sis. Number don't three, do the check -in. don't follow his friends. 
<laughs> no, oh, you mean like on Instagram? Oh, I oh. love our rules. Okay. Don't follow his friends. Because <laughs> what happens is you go down the rabbit hole, right? Yeah. So you see one friend on there and then you click and then you start going through that friend's page and then you end up seeing another picture of your man on that man's page with another group of people and then you Do click you get on what that. I'm saying? Uh-uh. And then you looking like, she not, he knows Sheena. You know, like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> and then you call, you like Sheena. And it, it, it's the whole thing. And then she's like, oh, no, that Instagram, was my friend's bro. boyfriend. you like, hold up, your friend was dating him? When? And then it just ended up being out. Yes. Do you I get did. what I'm saying? But, okay, so let's keep it on the social media thing. Because I had this talk with a few people before that were married. Okay. And they said, or in a relationship and a long one. And they don't even follow each other on social media. And I'm like, well, why don't y'all follow each other? And they're like, it's just too much headache. So I just rather not, like, we rather not do that. But I'm like, what? Well, social media has put such a glitch in the matrix because who people really are and then who they have decided that they are going to be on social media are often two very different people. Yes, that's so very true. That is the issue. Like you are one person. You are the same person on social as you yeah. are in real life. Yeah, I am the same exact person you are. on social. But I know some people that are in businesses like we are that feel the need and the pressure to create a certain image. So who they are on social versus who they are in real life are literally completely opposite. See, now I'm glad that you broke it down like that because I never looked at it like that. And I think the reason why I have such a hard time understanding that, like when people be like, this is just social media. And I'd be like, what the hell does that mean? Like, oh, it's not real. It's social media. I'm like, is that really you writing that? So yes, real. So with me, I think that is exactly what you're saying. It's because I'm always myself mm-hmm. 110% in any situation I'm in, whether it's social media, this, this, that, work, whatever. I'm always going to be L'Oreal. So it's hard for me to gauge that people make different personalities or they have different personas just for social media. Well, you are your brand. That. Okay. Yeah. So the difference is, is you're your brand. I'm right. my brand. And so there's no need to change because I, what I monetize is me being me. Yeah, that's true. You monetize you being you, your truth, your uncandidness, your unapologeticness, your boldness, your strength. That is who you are. It's also what you sell. Now, others, they might be super bold, but they sell chi. Or they might be super zen, but they sell gangster. And so that ends up falling different. Like I work with people in the media space and they like the world to think that they're all of these certain things. And the truth is they are none of those. None of those. Not one of them, but they go on air every single morning and they act like, oh, this and that. And oh, and I'm a family person and I'm out here to help people. And we know you spend so much time over here conniving, trying to figure out how you can hold somebody else down. That's not your truth. And so that's the problem. Sometimes I wish that I could alter my stuff and be fake and have something for fake. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, I know people that be like, yo, like you would think they're the biggest and best business people. And I've worked with them and they're terrible. And like people will be paying them for business advice. And I'm like, do you, are you listening to this girl? Her thing is in shambles. Or you would think that they were the most compassionate, loving, considerate person because that's the stuff that they tell the world, but in real life, in their interpersonal relationships, they don't get along with their kids. They family members can't stand them. They're rude to anybody from a clerk to a fan that walks up to them. And it's pretty amazing to me that you act as if you're this beautiful person, though, when you get every opportunity to 
exemplify any of that. None of it shows its face. Mm-hmm. I want to add this last one in here. I think we need to, uh, this is something that they said at the, the end of glamour.com. Okay. They said, don't try to be too nice. Unfortunately, being too nice can appear desperate. Ooh, I'm not mad at that one. Okay, so how do you feel about that? I think what I I interpret by her saying too nice is sometimes we overcompensate for things that we really wouldn't like or go for. But when you're early on in a friendship or in a relationship, you don't want to turn someone off. So you might accept or allow certain things that you wouldn't normally trying to and seeming as a pushover. Like for me, I smoke cigarettes. And so um, when I met my husband, we wasn't smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Things that's a hard, if you can't do it, it ain't gonna work. I got a daughter, she's not going nowhere, and I smoke cigarettes and I'm still smoking them. Now, that's right. Just before, where I like hit smoking cigarettes or I would brush my teeth every after every square or anything because I was just like, oh my God, and he hates cigarettes. Nah, we ain't doing that, bro. Either you're gonna get down with this get down or you're not because who I am is okay with me and it has to be okay with you for us to work. I'm not changing that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I don't think I ever uh, got accused of being too nice in my life. No, 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 no. That that That's one. It went ahead and just sailed on past your house. It turned down your street and then it did a U-turn yeah. and went the other yeah. way. Yeah, I don't think I've ever got accused of that. So I think I'm straight on that rule. Uh, one more, one more, one more. It's the three-hour rule. Now, I've never heard of this one. Oh, okay. If you are just meeting a guy while you're out and about, follow the three-hour rule. You want to leave at the top. You want to leave them wanting more. What the hell is the three-hour rule? So don't don't hang out with somebody for more than three hours? Maybe don't reach out for three hours? I don't know if they ever saw a pretty woman because she was there for more than three hours. And she ended up getting a really nice um, hotel suite. And then he came to her little dingy apartment and took her away like a princess. (laughs) Oh, so don't talk to him for more than three hours. That sounds ridiculous to me. Yesterday, I sat somewhere for hours and talk like because you had enough money to pay for all them drinks so the that's three hour rules is. are people that can only play with happy hour because i'm happy not gonna hour- lie yeah that's true <laughs> that's an expensive conversation you're having there if you can afford to talk longer than three hours at a bar you might as well just do it and l'oreal likes 60 dollars drinks so whoever's sitting there holding that court bye-bye l'oreal actually likes 120 dollars drinks now oh, i don't know God. how that 1942 <laughs> price went up up like that is she not a win- Oh my God, I can't afford myself anymore. Speaking of. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken, they're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Up, up. <laughs> Let's talk about these scammers and con men. Now, the Tinder swindler, I feel like, taught us enough to let us know <laughs> that people out here playing with our, our minds and manipulating and all of this. But I also thought this was a white woman's problem. You know what I'm saying? I really, really <laughs> thought that this is a white woman's problem. I am today years old when I learned about a young black woman named Tiffany Smith. If you cannot have a more common name, Miss Tiffany Smith was enjoying okay. living abroad and working and traveling around. Now, on, let's be honest. If you're living a lifestyle like her, 
it could get lonely not having any friends or family near. So she decided to do what a lot of people do, especially amid the pandemic, which is online dating. So she decided to use a paid version of Bumble to meet a man of her dreams. I assume that maybe the paid one is supposed to be better. Yeah, more I don't elite, know. More exclusive and elite. Oh, elite. Well, she met an elite <laughs> guy. She was matched with a man named Kevin G, who was described as an innocent looking attractive and dark-skinned Nigerian-based Canadian. Uh-uh, because ain't no Nigerians named Kevin. And in Canada, they are, though. Everybody <laughs> in Canada, it's like Canada, I just I just spent too much in Canada. Canada like college. You go there and decide who you want to be. It don't matter where your family really from, you can right. just make a whole new identity in Canada. Well, you now, also I, shouldn't trust anybody with a letter as a last name. Facts. It's just, unless his first name is Kenny and he got a saxophone. <laughs> so, after talking on the app for a while, it led to calls and then some video chats on WhatsApp, which is a, a, actually a safe way to do it because it's very encrypt encrypted. Um, and eventually they decided to meet in person. So she said, when we met, it was beautiful. He uh -huh. did look, ladies, get into it. He looked just like his profile picture. Okay. Chat, that's a plus. He cooked. He cleaned and washed Whoa. dishes after um, cooking, all of that. Now, he laughed when they watched movies. And things were, I mean, sounds like things are going really great. Yet, right. reflecting from now, there were so many red flags, she said. Wait, where? Because she just said a wonderful night. But see, she does what most women do. They only highlight the good stuff and they overlook the other stuff. So he started talking about their future and asked if she would move to Canada to be with him. Oh, my God. Which, on the first date? I don't know how early on, on the in the dating it was because they did go back and forth on the app and they did video chats. And then now they're they meeting in person. Now they're cooking for first, each other. First meeting. So they're like kind of kicking it, right? So he brings up the like, oh, will you move to Canada. Um, and she says she must admit she was kind of hesitant about it. Therefore, he started asking for money. Now, hell no. So first she said <laughs> he hit her with the, there was a death in the family. Okay. Right? That was the first one. Then his mother got severely sick. Okay. And then the sick mother then died. Oh, condolences. I'm sending Now, flowers. during this traumatic event, he pulled on my sympathy strings for help financially. And imagine if he's going through it. That's his boo. She got it. She gave him the money eventually. Because of mm. his mother's death, he went into a very deep depression. And... She said that she blamed herself for being selfish towards his needs. So she decided to go ahead and give him a little bit of space because obviously he needed some time to heal. And after she had given him money, she did a Google search on him. And she Why did read, you wait so long to do this, miss? I know. She waited too long. But girl, guess what happened when she did the search? Oh, my God. She read the title, Nigerian Man Facing Dozens of Charges for Exchanging Fake currency no that man had 41 41 not pending 41. criminal offenses not 41 he, of course denied all of them now tiffany was able to reach out to one of his ex-girlfriends kevin g's ex-girlfriend however the woman turned out to be not his girlfriend it was his wife what? and the mother of his child 
So this story boils down to the fact that she has been a victim of a romantic scam. Now, she decided not to try to get the money back. She chalked it up because he may scam someone else to pay her back was her logic. Don't steal Mm. from another person to pay me. Chalk it all up. This story is absolutely crazy, sis. This is crazy. I hope that the doodle was good. What are some things that you feel like women should look out for when it comes to online dating and long distance dating so that they don't end up scammed? And do you know anyone that has been like love bombs, which we love to talk about here and then scammed? I do. I actually, um, I do know somebody. And the the story kind of went viral because it was Jennifer Williams from Basketball Wives. And she had met Not the range. Yeah, he took the range. He took her range. She met him at, and it's crazy because we go there to the St. Regis, um, Uh like the garden room or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah, she met him there. And you know, the garden room is a little elite. It's harder to get into, you know. 24 uh, hours booked every day. Do you get what I'm saying? Shout out to Dunkus. Uh, one of our producers, he actually also DJs there sometimes. So that's how I'll be up in there. I'll be calling you, Dunkus. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the crazy part is she met him there. Everything was good. It was like they were like really trying to start a family. Like they were like uh, engaged and everything. And then she like went out of town. And, you know, he dropped her off like he often had done before. But this time it was in her car, her brand new Range Rover. And that was the last time she seen him. So it was just. It's a tracker on there, though, for that exact reason. They took them things out. They took them things out. You know they know how to do this stuff. Like, this is something. So she found out that this is something that he does. He's done it to numerous other people, not just women, but also men. It's a pretty crazy story. I believe she may be um, doing a documentary on it because I remember Did meeting other people. Did she sex him? Like she was in a They were like really oh, together. Oh. Like that was really her guy. With all these other women and boys? Yeah. And this is, think about it. This is Jennifer Williams. Like this is, we know Jennifer. The bombshell. Like, yes. Yeah. The chocolate drop. The long so, leg. If it could happen to her, it could happen to this girl here. It could happen. Oh, it also happened to um, Jennifer who, who, Lewis. Who did Jennifer Auntie. Lewis 30? Yeah, she ain't not everybody's favorite mama. Yeah, I'm dead serious. She uh, she talked about it as well, and she was trying to bring awareness because she was saying basically like she didn't want it to happen to anybody. Oh, else. I, I did believe- see that in her one yeah. woman. Tr- I did see that. Yeah, she got scammed as well. So it's like you got to be careful because people will really tug on your heart and your feelings and your emotions, and they'll use it against you. Yeah, they and be laying that pipe. They be laying yeah. that pipe, and then be but real guys real scam good every day. Guys are scammed. Female scam every day, B. Well, but you you expect that. <laughs> <laughs> the guys, you expect them to kind of be the provider. That's what they always say, right? Like no. they're supposed to be the provider, this, this, that. But there's been plenty of girls I know that have been up and messed with a bum. And next thing you know, he's living with them. And I'm like, what are you doing taking care of this grown up? <laughs> like a grown man. Oh my goodness. Trust I can't me. be careful I, with these trifling guys. Um, I've I've never been scammed because like I told you, I take signs of like dry begging and stuff like that very <laughs> seriously and I see it. But I'm also an extremely genuine, generous uh, person too. Like you are. If, if I got too it, generous, Eva. And but I don't feel no way about it because guess what? Money is a means to an end. I'm gonna always get to a bag and it's always another bag to have. I got earning potential, so if you need something, then here you go. Like, please believe. I put a post up on Instagram. If I did something for you, please know I did it because I wanted to. You not getting over on me. So That's a fact. 
If you need something and I choose to give it to you, I don't care what sob story you told me it didn't. I did it because I wanted to do it for you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't do anything begrudgingly. I don't do anything out of the idea. Like, if I do this for you, then maybe you'll do this for me later. Like, nah, that's whack. Mm -hmm. That's hella whack. Well, but you know, if they don't have any money, there's this new profession out there. What's it called? <laughs> the cuddle therapist. It's so crazy that we're talking about this because I actually just watched something yesterday with this streamer. His name is Kai. And uh -huh. he was being a cuddle therapist. And I didn't know what the hell it was. But guess what? They're making $1,300 for healing. Now, um, hugging is said to I, I, heal the what? body. I don't know, but I'm about to quit my job. <laughs> no, I love you. No, no. I'm going go to hug people. A, don't do that. I listen to you on the radio. In the I'm morning. going to hug people for $1,300. Are you kidding me right now? One hug? All right, so listen. They're saying hugging is said to heal the body, mind, and spirit, which is why you get all types of feels, especially if it's someone you like. Maybe that's why I like I'm a cuddle. I'm a cuddle. I hate cuddling. Don't you hate me. cuddling? Oh my God. It gets hot and your breath be on me and your butt. Oh my God. My I never get hot. I get hot and where am I going to put my feet? I hate cuddling. Oh my God. You put your feet on his feet. And what if I got a <laughs> fart? Uh uh. I hate Ew, You're I hate. nasty. No, I'm human. <laughs> like, you know what I'm you're saying? A guy. Yeah, I, I am. I hate cuddling. So if you don't have somebody to hug or cuddle, there's professional cuddlers now. So they're going to charge you to lay with them, but it's going to be healing, right? So there's a 43-year-old woman. Her name is Missy Robinson. Okay. And she told the Daily Mail all about her life as a cuddle therapist. Now she says, I'm not a sex worker and I have never had any clients attempt to do anything like that with me. All clients, men and women, have to sign an agreement first as part of the agreement genitals and breasts are to be covered at all times and are strictly off limits for touching. She says the lack of touch exuberates loneliness, which can cause destructive habits. And many times men get overlooked when it comes to their mental health. Okay. Some people, they just want to be reminded of being cuddled on by their mothers who may now be deceased or uh, others just miss touch. So she charges $65 for one hour cuddle sessions, but her most popular package is a two hour cuddle and meal session, which will set them back $200. This one, this guy was charging $300 and it was only for an hour. Like when I was watching it, they like the one girl was like telling her problems of how she got like broken up with by her ex or whatever. No, she left him because he cheated on her and had a baby with somebody else. But then he ended up going to jail and asking her if she can have a baby with him when he comes home. So she's like going through all this stress and the person is like, you like, you're hugging them and while they're talking. So it is like a therapist. This that's is crazy. Like Royale, this you. is absolutely is crazy. crazy. Right? $1,300, Missy will cuddle up with the customer overnight, holding them in her arms until they fall asleep. Now, I know you wouldn't, so I'm not even going to ask you if you would pay for this, but what's the most unusual career that you ever heard of? This one? <laughs> I mean, the fact that you can monetize this is crazy. Body odor is a real thing. Ugh. People have pheromones, like people have their own smell. I am so sensitive to people's smells. I don't Me like too. walk past when I don't like, like I, I just, <laughs> I am not a fan of the way people smell their hair, their hair, hair gel, their deodorant, yeah. the like none of that stuff. There is absolutely no world in which this would be okay with me, but 
honestly, OnlyFans has shown me some professions that I didn't even think were like legal and yeah. Doable. And think I about think- it. The people that reach out to me asking me to curse them out and they'll pay me. People that ask me for pictures now, of my feet. I do that one. Like, yeah, see, ask me if they it. want a tag team because I do it with you. You know why I never do stuff like that? Like even like the curse out because we know I could curse somebody out with no problem and, and I would love to Send take a couple dollars death. for it. And then I think that you're already off a little bit in your mind. So I don't want to give you links to me or like right. any connection access to me now that I'm I'm stuck with this person that thinks that they can pay me to do things. And right. it's just, I'm not that type of person. You know the so most unnecessary have... job that's out there? What? The most unnecessary job out there is the people that stand outside of the line at Chick-fil-A. Now, you have a whole intercom machine and you have a window. <laughs> Why are you walking up to my car telling me, um, have a, a, a my pleasure and what do you want? Only when I moved to Atlanta did I see you guys have nine extra people working here. That's not true. That's car. not true. In and out does it too. In and out does it because that line is insane. I'm from LA. <laughs> so that line is stupid. Sometimes. No, Chick-fil-A got two different lines and they have a very good intercom system already in place. I do not like these people. I am from LA and I live in a a place where my gun is right there in my valet glove. Don't come up on my car asking me if I want a number two or not. Let me tell I'm not going to lie. That window. is a little sketchy. Don't it come up so to my car. Irritating. Don't come you up be... to my car. Oh, I hate that I don't job. like when, okay, the, the unnecessary job, the window washers. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's the window washer that come over there out of nowhere and they washing what you yeah. can do yourself. Like, I'm already gassing my car up, sir. Not just that. You, it, they always come after you get a car wash. So now you're here to mess my windows up. But <laughs> well, I think I, I think the ones touch. in a line at the at the um, drive through when the drive through intercom works perfectly fine that are lined up. Those people for me are a little the unnecessary. most annoying people get out. And then they they want to take your card and you pay. I don't want to pay you right here. I want to pay the machine thing up there. The most unnecessary job a Kardashian. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, you're listening to the Undressing Room <laughs> podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at macy's.com slash the undressing room. Who's richer than a Kardashian? A Jeff Bezos. Ooh, he is. Or his ex-wife. Now, <laughs> Jeff Bezos' ex-wife filed for divorce. And no, we're not talking about their divorce. We're talking about her newest husband. Now, the world was shocked when one of the world's richest people, billionaire Kenzie Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, married a science teacher just a year after her 2019 divorce. Now, they got married last year and announced on their website encouraging the world's richest people to give away a majority of their wealth to charitable causes. And uh-huh. she does. She does do that. She does. And she she definitely... HBCUs uh, and everything. Day. She put she that gave, money out. Mm-hmm. She does. So, she married a man. His name was Dan Jewett. And left a beautiful message on the page saying, I'm 
am married to the one of the most generous and kind people I know. And joining her in commitment to pass an enormous financial wealth to serve others. I look forward to growth and to learning. I have all the learning that I have ahead as a part of this undertaking with Mackenzie. Now, Mackenzie has now filed for a divorce in less than two years. <laughs> I think we could call this an annulment. Her what? husband's comments are down from the website, no longer up. I guess she's no longer married to the most generous person in the world. And she is said to worth right now, well, she was worth $38 billion after the divorce. She's now worth $28 billion. I don't know how you oh, spend she's gonna $10 billion in two years, but sis, you need a money manager, even with no, all of those. she definitely donated majority That's of that fine, money. but sis, $10 billion low? That's crazy. As, as your hell. personal friend, I would drive myself to your home and beat your whole ass if you spent ten billion. No, 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 no. Yeah, she did. Years. She gave half her fortune to charity. That was what her whole goal was, and that was part and of she their said, problem. Have her brain too. No, but you know that was part of their problems, right? Like she wanted to be more charitable, and he didn't. And uh, that ultimately was no. Part he of the is thing charitable, but I not mean, not as much as her. I mean, it's like being full. When you eat dinner, you full. How much more full can you get? Full is full. Charitable is charitable. What are we talking about here? You want now? You gonna need charity, sis? Mm -hmm. You keep giving everything away. Now, legal experts say that she is likely to have had a prenup to protect her Amazon shares. But she, she would have had to. She but can't be this given dumb. her charity love, oh. maybe she didn't. Nah, that would be crazy. As crazy that would as be karma. $10 billion. Uh, I can't. I can't. Now, though McKenzie's divorce petition does not mention a prenup specifically, it does say that the couple signed a separate agreement, which is sealed. So how much time do you think a person needs after divorcing before they start a long term relationship? See, this is this question is a little hard because we're talking about one of the richest women in the world. I wouldn't trust a soul. Do you hear me? Like coming out of that kind of relationship and people, everyone in the world knows that you gained thirty eight billion dollars. So like coming from her side of things, I wouldn't have even looked at nobody else for a good amount of time. Now, when I leave a relationship I already left that relationship probably <laughs> a year before I left the relationship, right? So I always think about that. The relationship been over, right? We just decided to, to part our ways. So for me, I don't, I don't look at that timeline stuff. I actually think that you're blocking your blessings, Pharrell, if you sit there and be like, well, you got to have this amount of time in between this and that. You could be blocking the best thing that could ever happen to you by sitting there being stuck on something that was over that you knew been over and that you moved on from. So, okay, um, when so it, they've been married though, they was married for quite some time. Like it's not, yeah, they, they did it together. They built yes. Amazon together. Correct? Yes. When it was a um, small bookstore. I'm sorry. She's dumb. Like there's no way that I would have got married right away. Again, 38 billion. I'll date her. 
<laughs> what, are we, what, are we what are we talking Kevin about Kenzie here? I don't like Boo-Boo. girls. Come see on my lap. You, you get what I'm saying? I might let Mackenzie take me on a dinner date. Like I, I, I feel like with all the money in the world or with a regular normal person's salary, you know, being married for as long as she was married to Jeff Bezos and it not working, I think there is a lot of healing. There's a lot of personal self-discovery that one has to find and just identifying who you are now as a whole entire being without this man attached to you. I don't think that it'll take a zillion years to fall in love, but it definitely is going to take me time to make sure that the decisions that I'm making are sound and not rational because, or irrational rather, because of this new space that I'm in. And so I will hope that, you know, she has friends and loved ones and a religion and just people around her to keep her grounded beyond the money. I I, I I do like the fact that she married a regular science teacher. Like she wasn't looking for somebody with the bag, but I think she also had a lot of scars from what didn't work right with her relationship. And I mean, is it just me? But sometimes we, we make people what we want them to be, especially early on in a relationship. Like a guy will be a nice guy. He'll be like, oh my God, he's amazing. Like, no, he cool. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Hey, cool. Like, let's give mm-hmm. it some more time. Let's see consistency. Like, last night was fun. You know what I'm saying? He was cool on a trip, but we need another trip. We need some more time. You know what I mean? And time, you will see. And so sometimes you just got to let it play out a little bit longer, sis. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Like, like, oh, okay, this person is cool. And then you spend time with them and you're like, ugh. But see, it doesn't take me long. <laughs> no, like, no. Like, it's, it's, I'm very, I, I feel like I'm a really good judge of character. And I know if I'm not gonna like a person or if they have certain things. Well, you have an oh meter. Like your your yeah. oh meter go boop. Yeah, I do. It's like you, I do look at the red flags. And actually, you know how you say some people look at the best things and they ignore that I'm the opposite. I, I look at the bad things. I yeah. know. And I'm I focus on the bad things because like you're showing me something. So mm-hmm. I need to see why. I want to lean into that bad and see, like, you know, let's let's see. Girl, you word. see pink and see red. I do, yeah. <laughs> I'll be, like, be like, is that red, orange, or pink? Like, that all look the same to me. Let's it's watch it. The same hue. Let's watch it. Yes, yeah, the same hue. Let's watch it. So, um, yeah, definitely, you need to... Some people, like I said, some people like them, I just assume that he wasn't around for many years. You know, I, I assume that their divorce went on longer than we thought. Because people, that takes a long time to to say that you're really just going to move out or on or whatever. No, but maybe she was like you though, love, because I'm the same way. You know, when I'm here, I'm here, but when I'm gone, I'm gone. And if I say it's done, it's done. The done done, the sun done, yeah. like it's over. I'm out. Yeah, there's nothing you could do to convince me once I Nothing. Like, but there is, we do need to like, clean up the room now and like sweep and like do a little bit of healing though. Okay. You know I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you that, on that. that. Is, but I want to know what's going on in your DMs. I'm doing some healing over there. Do we got some um, gentlemen callers? Might you have a lady know. today? What's happening? No, we have a bunch and they're all just little ones, but I'll just run through them. He says, your eyes, skin color, face, your voice. You have me like a little kid in the candy store. Beauty is her name. Oh. <laughs> Not taking it to the Drew Beauty Hill bar. Like. is her name. Uh, I'm hoping, hoping I can make you smile. Okay, Go. that was cute. It just made me Go. sing. I like okay. him. I like him. All right, what else I'm we got? I'm not going to lie. When I read it, I started singing Beauty is her name. Yes. I did, but I still didn't respond. Okay, but still, um, you made it smile. Okay. That's something. 
I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Beautiful, smart, and down to earth. I love you. Looking amazing. I love you. I wish I could tune into life with you. Love everything about you. Please never change. Who you naturally are is a gift to the world. Oh. That's actually really nice. It's oh. all the I love you that just like suffocated me though. It was just too much. Well, it's just clarity. Just in case you, you're wondering, he loves you. People throw this word around like it's nothing. Here's another one. Please keep them coming, baby. I guess he's talking about the pictures. <laughs> okay. He says, I'm coming for you. Just let me run this money up. Yeah, I guess you do got to have a couple dollars to move You around. do. I mean, come on. You got to pay play. You already know that. Okay. Oh, he's talking about the love scene and all the Queen's men. Oh, oh, he saw what? <laughs> what did you think of that love scene and all the Queen's men? What did you think, Eva? I was just working. <laughs> Eva was not there. That was Madam. Eva was not there. And if you watch the episode, she said, I just want you to be clear. I did that because I wanted to, not because you wanted me to. You oh, know? okay. Women, take you control of your stuff. Scene? Is that yes. what you think about the love scene? It was like. So that DM was for you, I think. I, well, that's for <laughs> Um, for me, the love scene, it was it was a great way to show the way that Madam is detached from the things that, you know, normal people romance. She ain't doing romance. Like, she gets her rocks off and she moves. She's a woman, so she had a beautiful gown on and she looks sexy. Mm -hmm. But Madam is such a man. And Ooh. I love the fact the way she hit it and quit and threw him to the side, tried to give her a big diamond. <laughs> He's like, nah, buy my own nah, jewelry, homeboy. Thank mm -hmm. you. I'm good. Like, it was just... It was a different take on strength and strength is not always in the masculine form and submission is not always in the feminine form. And so That's I right. enjoyed the flip of that. Well, we enjoyed it too as well, Yay! Eva. You're listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's <laughs> and they have tuned into our other episodes. I mean, mm -hmm. we're talking to listeners here. Okay. We have been waiting. You know, the skies is going to fall and the, and the earth is going to shake, baby. <laughs> Once I get to tell everybody that the baddest one of them all in 2022 is taken. So they wait for that announcement. He knows. Ooh, I would never announce it. Just know. Oh, don't worry, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Just know. Just know that that would be a secret and none of your business. Okay, well, you want to know what's not a secret, Lo? Is this final question to undress? This one Ooh. is bananas. I can't it's wait to from get a this. listener. Okay, so boom. Here's the situation. She says, I have a friend who I stopped talking to last year. Now, a group of us went out one night and we were hanging out with my homeboy who I've been out with a couple of times and we're just friends. Now, the next day, I found out that one of my homegirls slept with my homeboy. Oh. That was no big deal as I didn't trip off of that because she knows he, he and I are just friends. It's nothing there. So then a week goes by and she tells another friend what happened that night. In that same evening, the other girl goes and sleeps with the same homeboy. So you got one girl in the middle. She has two friends. One homegirl slept with the guy one night. Okay. Tells everybody that she slept with him. And the other homegirl was like, I'm going to get some too. So then she no. goes and sleeps with the homeboy. So, of course, I thought that that was foul. How could someone have sex with someone their friend just told them about? Now, mm -hmm. those of us that knew, we all thought that it was a funny move on her part because she never told us that she continued to sleep with the guy behind our backs. Now, when I recently talked to another friend of ours who doesn't know 
about any of the parties that are she involved. She slapped with him too. She slapped She with said too. that we were all <laughs> tripping for not talking to the girl anymore because we weren't best friends. The other girls weren't best friends. So essentially she wasn't wrong. Now, I don't think that we were tripping the associates, friends, or just friends. It's bad character where the group of friends who stopped talking to the second home girl that slept to the homeboy, were they wrong? Or is everybody just tripping and let young sis live her life? What do you think? Who was right and who was wrong? I would say if that was my friend and two of my friends slept with the same guy, I would watch that that girl a little bit, especially if she did it after. Because it's like, girl, you could have dealt with this guy any given time. You waited till this girl started messing with him for you to mess with him. That's a little trifling. So I would, I would have to watch her a little bit. But at the same time, none of them are together. And ultimately, he's the one knocking down all your homegirls. So if you bring him around, you already know his character if he's going to be doing that. And if he's causing division in your friendships, like, I mean, it is showing their character ultimately, though. It is showing that, like, it's a little trifling. You know what I mean? But, like, they're all grown adults, and it's really none of my business who they sleeping with. I don't care. Unless you're trying to deal with mine, <laughs> I don't care who you're sleeping with. It could be um, X month, whatever. You have them. Have at them, okay? But um, going to sleep with somebody behind somebody, that's kind of whack. Like, um, so, I don't like it. you know, I think the person described it in this letter really well, explaining that all of these friends are not all friends. It seems like the one who wrote the letter is the, the friend in the middle, and then the other girls are her homegirls, and they're not really each other's friends. Yeah, but y'all know each other, though. Yeah, y'all know each other, but at the end of the day, I want to start with saying um, you need to go and make sure you get your monkeypox shots and make sure <laughs> that everything is going good down there because y'all playing around a lot. That's a I fact. definitely take your sentiment. I don't care what y'all do. Yeah. I have no heaven or hell to send you to. Mm-mm. I am no judge or jury. I am no one's God. I am trying to get in heaven myself. Right. So I don't care what y'all do at all. All I know is don't bring no drama to my house. Yeah. Don't mess up the friend group. And um, shout out to the homeboy that's knocking down all the homegirls, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he must got that. Who watched he got who? that. I'm just saying, shout out to the homeboy that's out here knocking down all the homegirls because a lot of times we like to cry and on some O'Neal long and I didn't know. Okay, so what's the excuse now? Ain't no, no excuse. excuse. You Everybody knew, and that's why you wanted is. to dig in a cherry. That's Listen. why you wanted him to dig in your cherry. Listen, you wanted to get all up in that. So for me, I, I, I mind a business that pay me. That don't have nothing to do with me at all. Like, that's not my business. I don't care. I think it's difficult if you guys decide to, like, do group trips and stuff like that. That might, you know, change the dynamic a little bit. But beyond that, like, first of all, that's your homegirl. If your homegirl's a bus down and then your other homegirl's a bus down, it tells me a lot about you, friend. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's, it's telling I mean, me a lot about you. I would say that, but at the same time, I'm not going to lie. People going to do what they going to do. I'm not, I don't want to be held against that. Like that's I, not But birds of a feather flock together. Like, you think so? My, my girls is go-getters. My, you, you know me by looking at you. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not with them every day. I'm not with them any day. He is, and but I know them. Yeah, the homeboy really is. Yeah, that's why I don't like to associate with with that kind of mess. Like, if a girl is outside like that, like, please don't come around me because 
I would never want nobody to look at me in that, that, that kind of way. I mean, I don't care what people think. Live your life, sis. Do what you're going to do. That was the final question. Yes. It was sent to us by a listener. And if you want us to undress your question, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Undressing Room Podcast and DM us for your chance to be featured. Boom, it's that easy. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Unjust Around Podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the Unjust and Rum. And we going to put these clothes back on and get up out of here this week. Okay. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Ta-ta for now. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cole Tyner. Associated producer, Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.